Thanks for listening to the One Voice Podcast. It's a safe place for conversation on relevant topics with real life stories to encourage and inspire you along life's journey of healing from sexual abuse. I'm Mary O'Brien and now Nicole Braddock Bromley. All right, y'all, we are back with the One Voice Podcast. So excited. We have a really special person with us today. Her name is Shalitha Sanders. I met Shalitha recently, um, and I'm telling you, when I met her, she was the light bulb that walked into that room. I was just so stunned by this woman's presence and just the kindness and the authority that she was walking in and just um, the positivity that surrounded her. I was like, I need to share her with all of you. So welcome Shalitha to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Nicole. Um, It's a privilege and an honor to be with you guys today. (laughs) Good. Well, it's the same for us. Shalitha is a health and wellness coach. She's the author of a couple of books, the latest one being called Shine Like a Masterpiece. Shalitha is the leading lady of the Faith Empowerment Center, and she's also a philanthropist. Um, I know, Shalitha, you believe strongly in giving back to your community. I want to hear all about that. Um, But I want to really start off with just your advocacy for inspiring and empowering young people, especially young women, um, just to go after their goals in life, to walk in confidence. And I know you've been leading groups of youth through these kinds of things. And I really want to pick your brain about what that looks like and you know, how to shift really from the negative beliefs that we believe about ourselves, especially so many of our listeners, we've struggled with trauma, we've walked through, you know, the pain of sexual abuse, and we're, we've survived it. Now we're walking through the healing and, but it's hard, you know, to move from all of the negative things that we believed about ourselves, many of us were told about ourselves, into Mm -hmm positive thinking and positive behaviors. And, you know, I know you talk a lot about that. And I wonder if you could kind of just give us a few nuggets from your experience and just the things that you do in your trainings um, of what that looks like, what some of those little steps are. Thank you again for this opportunity. Hello to each and every one of you um, that are under the sound of my voice and that are listening. Um, Yeah. So, you know, when I think about self-confidence, let me just first kind of go back. I was a victim of low self-esteem, self-hatred. I experienced some trauma myself. I didn't love myself. I was told I would never be anything um, from men. There was even an opportunity where I was so low and I wanted to commit suicide. I actually got the gun from underneath my brother's bed and didn't know how to really use the gun, right? And so mm. up to mm. my, I wanted to take my life. But there was a light that came on and that light was Jesus, right? And so he told me I had purpose um, here on this earth. And because he lives, I will live also and I will live an abundant life. And so at that point, I knew that there was purpose that was within me, right? Because Mm -hmm. I felt like I was always being pushed down, right? And Mm -hmm. and of course, when you are usually pushed down by someone who you can fight in, someone who you love, then your self-esteem it's there, it's pushed down as well. So Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, and it was a scripture that I would like to start off with when it talks about um, having confidence in God. And that's Jeremiah 17 and 7. It says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. And mm -hmm. so for me, because I put all of this confidence in a person, I had to transform that and transfer that confidence into Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And so not only that, but I also had to get my support persons. Mm -hmm. um, so one thing that I do teach a lot of my clients because I do counsel is to develop a list of support persons, right? Mm -hmm. And so down, you can kind of call on them, lean on them. And so for me, I had to develop a list of those support persons because people who I put trust in, they let me down. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. and so for me, it was all about building that self-confidence. And so when we think about self-confidence, um, it is a feeling of trust in one's ability, having that self-assurance in your abilities, your talents, your gifts, right? Those qualities, right? Um, and so in life, we are faced with difficult challenges every single day, right? Mm -hmm. Past or present trauma, right? And so those oppositions, they weigh us down sometimes, right? And it's to the point where we cannot get up. And so if we don't address the issue, it bears root. And mm -hmm. I always say we're like trees, right? When you see a person, you see the branches and the leaves and they look beautiful. You can have roses, you can have tulips, sunflowers, all of that stuff looks beautiful from the outside. But when you get to the root, sometimes it's nasty. It's, it's messy. Just think about a root, and you, you know? And so some of us, we're like that, right? Um, we, we carry bitterness. We're broken, right? Because mm -hmm. of that trauma um, when it's not addressed, right? And so there's a lot of signs of low self-esteem, right? Mm -hmm. um, and signs that I had, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One was a lack of self-trust, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. About that. When you seek approval and validation from others, you lack self-confidence. And there's a lot of individuals who walk around and they don't trust themselves and they don't trust people around them as a result of the trauma, be it sexual, be it emotional mm -hmm. abuse, whatever that looks like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Another thing is you constantly compare yourself to others. How yeah. many have we compared ourselves to others, right? If it's what we see on social media or what we see in our face, what we see at home, what we see on TV, what we see in magazines, sometimes we compare ourselves to others because we're not where we should be and we don't look like other people, but we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Even with the trauma, even with what we went through, we are unique to ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Another sign of... Um, low self-esteem is when you engage in people-pleasing behavior. And so I was a men pleaser. I'm going to be honest. Like I uh -huh. always please people, right? Because I wanted to be validated. I wanted that attention. I wanted to be accepted. And that's really what it's all about. You want to be accepted. So mm -hmm. you want everybody. It's like, I don't want to let this person down. So I'm just going to do it. Even if I don't have the time, I'm still going to do it. Right. And so a lot of times we have to understand the only person we're supposed to really please is God. Right. And so not unless you have children and you have to, you know, they're dependent upon you. That's a whole nother conversation, but 
a lot of times when we please people, that's how we become stressed out. That's how we become depressed. That's how we become angry, right? Yeah, resentful. Mm-hmm. Yes, all of that. And so um, we have to kind of kind of do an evaluation, right? When it comes to that. Another thing is um, we don't reinforce boundaries. That's right. Right. So there's a book called Boundaries that I always tell my clients to read by Dr. Townsend, which is the bomb. Um, shout out to him. And so when you allow people to take advantage of you, I'm going to say it again, of you, your time and your money, mm. you lack self-confidence. How many times have we mm. just said yes to everything? <laughs> right. We gave our last dime to someone, right? And we knew we needed that money for something else, but because we wanted to be accepted and we didn't mm-hmm. set those boundaries, we gave it all. We gave our time, we gave our money, we gave ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a better word in the dictionary that we don't like to use. And two-year-olds, they say it all the time. And that's no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so hard, especially for Christian women, because I think so often it's like almost driven into us that we're just to like give everything we have to serve the Lord. You know what I mean? But a part of my healing journey came from realizing like, that doesn't mean I have to say yes to everybody and everything and give them everything of myself because I got nothing left. And God wants me to be able to give to others out of the fullness and the wholeness of myself. And so that's when I finally learned that little no in the dictionary that my kids are so good at saying. (laughs) Right. And guess what? I, listen, I was a victim of it. And sometimes I have to reassess the entire situation. And I always talk about these internal dialogues that we have with ourselves. And so I have to have them too, not the negative ones, but, you know, and so sometimes I'm like, okay, you know what? I can't do this. There's no way I can fit it in. Right. And so yeah. I'm going to have to say, no, I don't have to have an explanation. Right. I just think because a lot of times we try to have an explanation to make the other person feel better. And it's just like, no, I can't. And guess what? Makeup stuff too, right? We lie, we, you know, and, um, but just being able to say no is uh, also um, very important. And last sign of low self-esteem, and there's so many signs, but these are ones that kind of stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. Um, You feel little control over your life. You feel like your life is just like spinning out of control, like the Tasmanian devil, like you are just like in this roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with that, it's like you have to slow down, Mm -hmm. right? And one thing that I I love to do is meditation, right? So when I feel like there's a hurricane or a, a, a whirlwind that's coming into Shalitha's life, I have to sit in a quiet space and just breathe, right? And so one thing that I encourage each and every one of you guys to do is to practice meditation. Um, if it, you're inhaling for five seconds and you're exhaling for five seconds. And so not only doing that because you'll feel calm, relaxed and all of that, but you also have to release some people. Sometimes we carry people around, right? That Ooh. should be years. Mm-hmm. Right, Nicole? Yeah. And if it's the abuser, if it's the um, the perpetrator, if it's a family member, if it's a situation, that's the time to release it. Because even though you're in a current whirlwind, 
at the bottom of that whirlwind is years of just unfinished business, right? And so I like to say that when we don't finish or let go of the past, it's unfinished business. Um, so just being in that moment and just releasing that. And sometimes we have to ask God, like, Lord, what is it? What is it, right? And even for me, with my low self-esteem, I really didn't get fully over it until I was in my 20s, right? And so I had to go back to my childhood, age 12. I had some mm. unfinished business there because let me tell you what happened. I was in love with, not in love, I just had a crush on this guy. And the guy didn't like me, he liked my sister. And so that door was open, right? The seed was planted at that time. And I didn't love myself. And I was like, well, maybe I'm not beautiful. And so that was the trajectory of my life, right? Into my 20s. And I feel like when a man came and said something to me, it's like, oh, I'm not beauty beautiful enough. So rejection set in. And so I always felt rejected from a man. And so it grew into other things to where it wasn't just in a romantic relationship. I also took that in a platonic one and even on my job. So you see how it can grow mm. and snowball into something bigger. Yeah. Um, and like you were talking about the roots, you know, that they can, they just kind of grow into all different areas of our life. And until we start to dig down in and find out what was it, you know, it, it's not something that happened today that's bothering us, right? It's something that happened way back. And it takes a lot of guts and courage to go backwards and find that that initial trauma, that initial hurt where the rejection started, right? But I really do, I agree with you. It's if we can go back and find it and heal that, it it affects everything else. Yeah, yeah, I, I do believe that. That's, that's really true. And when I went back, it was like, I needed to heal from that. And once I did, it was like, okay, I feel good about myself. I love myself. I'm beautiful. I'm fearfully, I'm wonderfully made. I get into that mirror every morning. And I say those words of affirmations to build me up. Cause I do um, your thoughts. If you have positive thoughts, it influences your feelings, which in turn influ influences your actions. And so I do believe that. And I'm like, okay, I'm a social butterfly. I'm positive. I love myself. And I'm not going to let anybody try to bring me down. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so then there's ways to boost your self-confidence. Right. We talked about ways that signs of low self-esteem. Now let's talk about ways to boost it because mm -hmm. there's always a solution to an issue or a problem. Right. Um, the first thing, which I absolutely love, and I always encourage my clients, right. When I'm counseling them is to practice self-care. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm the self-care baby. Let me just say that, right? So I believe that self-care is essential to our physical, our spiritual, and our mental well-being, right? And so one thing that I always, always stress, right, when I'm doing my, the global prayer call is to move your body. So I believe that physical exercise, well, this is research. It says 30 minutes of physical exercise. It adds three years onto your lifespan. So if it's running, jumping, going to the gym, um, watching something on YouTube, but moving that body for 30 minutes, and it, it actually, it's a mood changer. You feel good about yourself, right? When you exercise, and this is something you're doing for yourself, right? Mm. Um, and when we think about that, another thing with self-care is um, to create a list of personal strengths. 
So a lot of times I feel like as women and just men too, we have these emotional backpacks and in these emotional backpacks, a lot of us, um, it's so heavy because we're carrying our weight, other people's weight, other people's people's weight. And it's so heavy, right? And so one thing that I encourage them to do is to unpack the problem backpack, right? And so even in that, you have to put your strengths in there, right? Because you're carrying it around. And so one thing I encourage them to do is to create a list of your personal strengths and put that in your emotional backpack. So when you need it, you can pull it out. It could be wisdom, creativity, courageous, forgiveness, whatever your strengths are. And so when you're feeling down or you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling sad or you're feeling depressed, you can lean on those strengths, right? Mm. Um, Other thing is, um, write down three talents, skills, and qualities, um, or abilities you do well and enjoy and practice them as much as possible. So this is self-care. Like I love self-care because I feel like you know, when you get on an airplane, um, one of the first things that the stewardess tell you when they're going over, um, the safety cards is to put your mask on first before you help somebody else. And a lot of times, what we do is we try to put everybody else's mask on and we're dying. And it's That's no right. And so Nicole, it's like, you have to take care of yourself. So put your mask on first, because if you're no good, then you're not going to be good for others. So, um, so self-care is important. I have a couple more, um, build positive relationships. So this is so important. I understand about collaboration and all of that and connecting with individuals, but surround yourself with positive individuals, right? Mm -hmm. Who will empower you, who will build you up, inspire you to do better in life. Sometimes we have to take those scissors and cut the cord, right? Mm -hmm. And ourselves with negative individuals. And I like to call them Debbie Downers and negative mm -hmm. Right. And it's okay. Cause one thing I tell my clients is put a filter on, put that filter on when you're talking to someone and it's just like when they, you know, when they're changing your oil, they use a filter. Some things are going to get stuck. Some things are going to go straight through. And so when you're having these conversations with people and you're around, because it's, you're not going to always be around positive people. Sometimes you're going to be around negative people and it may remind you of your past. Right. And so you let what they say, go in one ear and out the other and use your filter. Um, another thing is to work on growth mindset. So you believe in, in your ability to become better through hard work and help from others. So you have to allow for your mind to grow. Sometimes we get stuck in the past and it's like you have to move towards it. I mean, away from it, right? Um, as much as possible, because if you're stuck in the past and you'll harbor and you'll rehash what could have happened and you'll just be replaying those episodes in your mind. And so it's like, no, I have to change my mindset. I have to shift my paradigm because when I shift it, then I'll start thinking about different things other than the trauma or what happened. And so God is telling us today to let our mind be in him. Right. And so when our mind is in him, we're able to shift it. Right. And so we'll think about positive things. And I always tell my clients with irrational thinking, you counter that with rational thinking. So if you think like I'm I'm a failure. No, I am successful. 
right? I am going to be the best person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And maybe even naming some things where you've found success. Maybe it's yeah. not huge in the eyes of all the people around you, but for you, it might be something small that no one even knows about. And I think we can build off of those small successes, you know, to then believe I might be able to do something else, right? Something bigger, something greater, something I have my eyes on. Right. Right. And that's good. That's really, really good. This new year can be different. The new year can be about you for a change, doing something for your health, your healing, and for survivors, there's no better place than the community and space we've created in Unleash. We still have a few spots open for our next round of cohorts. There is a group of women and there is a group for men. Just go to the website, iamonevoice.org slash unleash That's IamOneVoice.org slash Unleash. You'll get all the information there and you can get registered as well. And that reminds me of the winds jar. I don't know if you ever um, have done this before, but so in the winds jar, you write down, like you said, all of your successes. I don't care how great or small they are, right? Um, Something positive that happened. You put those in just a jar, you write it down. And when you're feeling sad and and down or depressed or frustrated, you go to that winds jar and you pull out one of those pieces of paper and it reminds you that you are a winner. You were born to win because if you did it, then you can do it again. And so that winds jar is really a a good, good um, technique to kind of have in our, you know, in our homes or when we're working. Know, around the house, even do it for the kids. You know what I mean? Um, just like when they have the behavioral charts for the kids, when they do good, you get a start, right? So um, that's something that's also good. Another thing is to mm-hmm. challenge yourself. Um, when you've experienced a level of trauma, you want to stay in a comfort zone. You want to be complacent to be safe. You feel like isolation is a place of safety, right? But you have to step outside your comfort zone, right? Mm, and yeah, on- challenge yourself to do the hard thing sometimes. Right, right. Those hard things and um, take on new tasks, whatever that looks like, whatever it is, right? Um, sometimes we can do the same. Um, we have that same routine because it's comfortable, but no, step out and do something um, different, right? So I have one more to boost your um, self-confidence. And I, I believe in this too, is to practice self-affirmations, right? Um, and I do this every day, right? I, and you know, one thing, and I keep talking about my clients, but one thing I encourage them to do is to get into the mirror. Because when we look in a mirror, we can be our worst enemy, right? Oh, so, yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay, good oh, me and the mirror, we, we do not have a good relationship. <laughs> and so I got to tell Shalita, you're going to get up today and you're going to go to this gym and we're going to make things happen, right? I know you're tired, you know, and then I go into, I'm confident, I'm beautiful, you know, I'm a survivor, right? And so, um, so those are those words of affirmations, but these are acts that affirm one's self-worth, right? And so I believe that the Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So also sprinkle some of the word of God 
in those words of affirmations because that makes you stronger. Like I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who loves me, right? And mm-hmm. so um, that is so important. Um, because- I think it is too. You know, I, for a long time, and I say I have a bad relationship with my mirror, mostly it's because I don't like to look at myself in the mirror. But I will say when I was going through some of the hardest parts of my healing journey, I needed reminded of truths that would counteract a lot of lies that I would keep having run in my mind. So you talked earlier about irrational thinking, you know, or just things rooted in my trauma that said negative things about who I am, what my identity is, who I am as a woman, as a person. Um, And so I would put post-it notes. I would write the truth that counteracted those thoughts and those beliefs. And I put them on my mirror. I remember this in college actually, and in my early twenties. And, you know, it just seemed so silly to me at the time, but someone had told me to do it. And so I did it. And I really believed it helped me because it was something that would, when I would look in the mirror and I would see me, I would also see these words, may may it be a scripture or just the truth, you know, that I needed to be reminded of. And I would see myself and I would see that at the same time. And And it helped. And it was almost like I was absorbing these words of truth and of hope. And I really do think it made a difference. And I think self-affirmation things sound silly, but they really, I agree with you. I think they really take us strides down healing journey, our spiritual journey, just positivity, walking in confidence, all of that. I think they really do matter and they really do make a difference. Right. And I, I totally agree with you. And Putting the post-its on the mirror is not (laughs) silly because guess what? I did the same thing, but I also encourage individuals to put it on the refrigerator because everyone's going to the refrigerator every single day. We're going to (laughs) eat. (laughs) So put it on the refrigerator as well. If you got to put it on your mirror or if you got to put it on your refrigerator too, so that you can um, be reminded of who you are and who you can become because Mm -hmm. sometimes when you're weak and when you're in this rut and you're depressed and sad, sometimes it's hard to say those words of affirmations, right? You're not going to be bubbly every single day, right? You're going to get up some days and like, I don't feel like it, but that's the time where you have to say it over and over again, right? Um, But I do want to say this um, also with when you reflect on those self-affirmations, you also tap into those core values, right? Um, And it also gives a broader view of yourself. And so it is important. Like I really do push the self-care and these words of affirmations because um, we're in a generation where we are just like, we're vocal, right? And so um, I know that strengthens our inner man, right? And so it's part of what I call this um, positive internal cleansing. And so when you're going through this internal cleansing, you're just think about when you're cleaning something, you're getting rid of the dirt. And sometimes when you just do that internal cleansing, it's like you're looking inside of yourself and you're like, okay, this needs to go. I need to add this. I need, you know what I mean? So anger, I don't want to be disgruntled. I want to be nice. You know, I don't want to have that nice, nasty attitude, even if people have it towards me. I'm not allowing for that to be part of my narrative. We all are the author to our own books. So we get to choose what goes in our chapters, not other people. We have to stop allowing for people to write in our chapters. This is our book, right? 
So um, those are some ways to boost our self, I mean, our self-confidence, especially we're at home when we're with our families or if we're at work or even if we're on cyberspace is what I like to call it, right? And so um, it's so important because sometimes we can look on social media and see different things and be like, oh my God, well, I don't look like them, so I'm not beautiful. Or we are reminded of what our abuser downloaded into our mindset and we take that as our reality, but no, we have to change that. Um, but it's also important for us to rely on God's strength, even when others are ready to help us during those difficult times, right? I understand we have those support persons, but like David, he did it by himself. He had to encourage himself. And we have to do the same things when we're feeling down because God desires to, he desires to have confidence, to give us confidence in life, right? Um, but we don't, like, we can't be boastful, arrogant, or prideful. Always remain humble. That's very, very, because a lot of times people get confidence mixed up with being conceited, over the top, puffed up. No, that's not yeah. it. Well, and I was thinking about so many survivors, especially or those who've gone through pain in life and trauma or grew up with, you know, difficult childhoods. We grow into adulthood. And I think a lot of times we feel like afraid to walk into a room. We feel like we aren't deserving to be in space, certain spaces that we're in, you know, whether it be a job or, you know, a relationship or whatever, like a lot of times we self-sabotage situations that, you know, are part of our purpose simply because we don't feel like deserving of it or like, um, we're not valuable enough for it. So, or, or that we don't belong here. And so a lot of what you're saying, I'm just thinking about how important, important it is to to truly have an inner strength and inner confidence simply to be able to show up in our own lives so you're right it's not arrogance it's not being cocky or conceited or any of that it's simply being able to walk out the life that we've been given fully and not you know self-sabotaging situations because we don't want to show we don't want to you know be confident or something like that Right. And that makes sense. Even just to kind of piggyback off of that, we also have to overcome self-doubt. Yeah. Don't yeah. believe ourselves. Right. Um, and it always goes back to the root of the trauma. And but we have to constantly, constantly um, tell ourselves we, you know, with those affirmations and um, surrounding ourselves with positive people and um, also reading um good books that will encourage us and lift us up and TED Talks and all of that good stuff. Um, so we don't self-sabotage or we don't walk in self-doubt, um, but to have that confidence because a lot of times people who have been through trauma, they walk in this imposter syndrome and they have this face on because they have to, they have to be like this person mm. um, that has basically, it's like a wall. They're being somebody who they're really not, right? Um, but when they go home, their character is messed up. They're still living out the trauma. Um, but in front of people, they portray themselves as being strong. And it's like, you know what? If you need help and you're not where you're supposed to be, listen, take the steps. It is okay, right? It is okay. It's just like a mom who goes through pregnancy. She goes through three trimesters. And then, you know what I mean? So she goes through all of that pain, right? And then she has the baby and then she feels better. So a lot of times we have to understand, go through it, 
right? Go through the process because there's going to be an end to that uh, misery and to that depression and to that sadness, right? But I do want to say that our self-worth should be seen through the eyes of God. And so when we need that boost of self-esteem, there's no better place to turn to than the word of God. We have to get our word, our Bible, pick it up and read it, right? Because that's what gives us strength and that's what gives us life, right? Um, a lot of times, you know, even if you have to dust it off, you got a little dust on it, that's okay, right? But just pick it up and just read something. Even if you read a scripture a day and it, you know, ask God to um, guide you to a scripture that's applicable to your life because the scriptures are filled with truths and promises, right? Um, and we can place our confidence in that truth, right? Um, and so we know that our confidence is in him and he loves us. It doesn't matter what we've been through, what we're going through or what we came out of. God, he loves us. And, you know, I love him because of that, right? Um, so I just want to encourage everybody to understand that um, when it comes to building your confidence, um, you don't have to do it alone. That's another thing. You don't have to do it alone. Um, there are others out there that have been through the same thing you have been through. You are not the only one that have experienced that type of trauma um, or that episode, right? And so connect with people who have been through what you have been through so you guys can, you know, feed off of each other's vibes, each other's energy, right? Um, and so we have to understand that. But it's also important to have faith and what God has given you, right? And so I feel like this, we all have been dealt a deck of uh, um, hand of cards, right? And so everybody's cards are gonna look different. If you play cards, you know, everybody's mm -hmm. not gonna have the same cards. So everybody is gonna look different and mm -hmm. just pay with what you have been dealt, right? And live your life to the fullest because that's what God wants us to do. He wants mm -hmm. us to live our life on purpose, to enjoy this earth right what, what would you say what would you say to survivor who's who might be listening that would say yeah shalitha i get it like this is the these are the cards i've been dealt but man why do they suck so bad and like i'm watching all these other people around me who have like wild cards and like jacks and aces and you know what i mean and like so many times i think life can feel really unfair because it is <laughs> But like, what would you say to someone? Cause I think we can get stuck there. Right. And there's so many people who have just amazing qualities and talents. And you're talking about listing this and listing that. And I think about all these amazing survivors who have all these incredible parts and pieces to them, but it's hard for them to look at the cards they've been dealt because of things they never asked for, things that weren't their fault. They didn't deserve it. It was just what they were born into, you know, um, and feeling like they can't do anything because of that hand of cards, that sucky twos, threes, and fours. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So I've been there before too, where you can look at other people and be like, okay, why are they advancing? And I have been doing the best that I can, right? And why are they experiencing the abundance of life, 
right? And so I'm, like you said, I'm stuck here, right? And so, but we have to believe we are equipped, right? And so we are empowered, right? And so we are the right size. This is what I had to tell myself to those that are listening. Um, We are in the right race, the right nationality, right? And so we're called to the right assignment. Everybody has a different assignment. Let me start with this, right? And so you can look at people and their assignment may be to impact, I don't know, um, people in the marketplace, right? And so your assignment could be to impact somebody in Hollywood, but you're still being groomed. They have probably already went through the fire. Sometimes we see people's glory, but we don't know their story, right? Mm, Yeah. Mm We don't know what they went through, right? I always tell people, you don't want to be in issues. I always tell them that, right? Because you don't know what I've been through, right? You can see the glory. You can see my branches and leaves. Remember I talked about that and those pretty flowers, but you don't know what I've been through. And so I tell that person to just walk out that process, right? Walk out what God has given you at that particular time and it may be gritty at the time and you may be looking at something that's glamorous but guess what your time is coming Mm -hmm. and so we have to also be confident in our gifts our talents and our resources our personalities we have to be confident in everything that makes up us right and so sometimes when we compare ourselves It's like, if you honestly sit down with that other person and talk to them, it's like, well, man, they, they're no better than me. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we make stuff look good. A lot of times people make it look good, but we don't know their story. We don't know what they're currently in. We don't know how their lights may be out. I was listening to somebody on Instagram and this lady was following after this lady time and time again. And she, everything looked beautiful. But then she wanted to connect with the lady and the lady was homeless. So what she did, she was going from place to place posting and it looked beautiful. And so then she had to really think about, oh, okay, well, I have it good here, you know, Mm. because I have my own house and she's homeless. So people make things look good, right? Yeah. What you see is not always what you get. That's right. Right. Um, and so we just have to, um, be confident in where we are at that particular time, because guess what? Our time is coming. All of our times are coming. Right. Um, but some people have excelled a little bit quicker in their assignment and their purpose. Right. But I would always suggest and encourage everyone just to go through the process and don't try to speed it up. Yeah. Gosh, trust the process. That's such a Mm -hmm. great motto, truly, in like every area of life. I love that. And just the idea of walking in confidence. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, like you just, you are such a great example of that. When you walk into a room, it's like everyone knows it and you just, it's like you're a magnet. I think, especially for women to just be, you know, I, I could just see people just wanting to latch on to the goodness that's about you. And I saw on your website, um, it says that Shalitha stands by the motto, live local, but think global. I wondered if you could just for our last few minutes together, just unpack what that means to you. Yes. So, um, I feel that in life we can live like, for example, in Ohio, right. And so sometimes we feel like 
going back to our assignments. It is just for Ohio. But it's like, no, we got to think global. Think outside of just Ohio. There are other people that need to be inspired, encouraged, um, and motivated outside of the four walls of our home, outside of the um, state of Ohio. I'll just go ahead and say this. Um, there's people in the other um, the other continents, um, the Africa, Asia, Australia, Europe, North America, South America, all of the other continents that need to be impacted by what we have gone through. And I want to say that if God has brought you through it, he is going to allow for you to impact others all over the world and share your story so that you can bring people that are in captivity out and so that they will be able to live a fulfilled life and walk in their purpose. I love it. Gosh, Shalita, thank you so much. Um, I want to remind our listeners that your book, Shine Like a Masterpiece, is available. Where would you want people to find out more about you um, and about your book? Definitely everybody listening, if you're on Instagram or Facebook, you need to follow Shalita Sanders. She puts out content constantly and it's so inspiring and uplifting. You don't want to miss that. But where would you want people to to find more about your book and um, to connect with you? Yeah, thank you. So you can um, go to amazon.com. So I do have two books. Um, it's time for an upgrade. I talk about how I lost over a hundred pounds in four and a half months. Wow. There um, is no supplements. And then um, of course, shine like a masterpiece, but you can also go to my website, www.shalithasanders.org. Um, also, I'm all over social media. Um, so like you said, and thank you so much for you know, us connecting, um, Nicole, but I'm on Instagram, Facebook, I'm getting back on Facebook, but Facebook, um, TikTok, um, also I am on Clubhouse, YouTube, and, um, Snapchat. My daughter really kind of mans the Snapchat. She's telling me, I don't get that thing. I use it for my filters, but yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. So pretty much everywhere. <laughs> We'll go find you. Just look up Shelly the Sanders. You'll find her. Oh, this was so good. So special. And we are just really grateful for your voice, for your hearts, and just for your wisdom that you're sharing and empowering people everywhere you go. So keep it up and keep connected. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you for having me, Nicole. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe, write a review if you heard something you liked, even invite others to listen so we can be on this healing journey together. You can check us out on Facebook or go to IamOneVoice.org.